0: If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlez. And joining me today as always the guy of guys, our football expert, our expert of all experts, Connor. Connor, welcome in.
1: Thank you, expert of all experts.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a play on the guy of guys. It felt really good coming off the tongue, but uh, as you and I both know, it's been a long work week, so uh, I might be losing my my mind a little bit.
1: I think you are. Have you met all of the experts? Experts of experts.
0: It's you. I mean, that's all I need to know. (laughs) I've met you, and that's good enough. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's what uh, my wife and I said to each other.
0: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, Unfortunately, our voice of God is not here, so it's a two-man show today. So uh, let's go ahead and get rolling. It is Thursday, so that means we will talk about college football. There's only one top 25 matchup this weekend. It is Auburn- at Texas A&M, Texas A&M is a four and a half point favorite at home. Um, th- for this for this game, this is this one was a tough one for me to go for because these are two teams I typically like to fade. There are teams in college and in every sport that people like to fade. They don't think they're any good. They think they're overrated. For me, both of these teams fit in that category. But uh, if I if I am choosing a side in this one, I think I'm going Auburn plus the four and a half. I think. Getting plus points in this matchup's a good thing, and I also think that the strength of schedule for Auburn of late is a lot better than what Texas A and M has had. So, I, I think this Auburn team's just been more battle tested. They've had to go through more adversity. I think that the uh, they maybe pull out the win outright, but I'm taking the four and a half as kind of a buffer there. A- anything on that, Connor? I didn't. I didn't assume so. Nope. Yeah. I
1: got nothing on that. Usually, go college football. Yeah, there you go.
0: This <laughs> yeah. is usually my college football guy that I have conversations with, but he's not here. So we will move on. Again, this has been a rough work week. It's been an interesting work week. And now we are here for Daily Fantasy on Thursday. And so we're doing things a little bit different. We didn't have time to necessarily go ahead and put together our lineups for tonight. So Connor and I are going to have a conversation here on the air, on live on the podcast discuss some things, go back and forth, and then kind of put together our lineups as we go. Um, you know me, Connor. I'm big quarterback guy, so let's start with the two quarterbacks. Uh, Carl Wentz. I mean, it, it's going to be hard not to put him in the lineup. Do you agree?
1: I don't know. Is he throwing a pick six in his own red zone?
0: That's fine. That's only like minus <laughs> two points, right? It, it, him throwing a touchdown versus him just throwing an interception in general, there's no difference in, in point value.
1: But are we starting with MVP here?
0: That's that's fair. I mean, I honestly, I was thinking of having neither of these quarterbacks be my MVP.
1: Exactly. I, I figured we were going to start MVP and you start talking Carson Wentz. I'm like, I, God, it, I, I have a better choice. <laughs>
0: you know I like me some Carl Wentz. I mean, but fine. If you want to start MVP, I think it pretty much boils down to two people, right? Jonathan Taylor or Michael Carter.
1: Okay. I uh, I personally trust the Colts offense a lot more than the Jets. Well, I'd go with Taylor.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think I think you're spot on. I mean, we both know the Colts offensive line's one of the best in the league when they're healthy and they're starting to get healthy. The Jets defense is half baked at best. Um you, you know, you got you gotta think Jonathan Taylor's almost a sure surefire MVP pick.
1: So then you're saying Carter as well, so we should definitely have Carter in the lineup along with Taylor?
0: That That is what I'm thinking. And so I, I heard this on Hammer Don uh, on the way home, actually. So Mike the White, Magic Mike the White Knight, whatever his name is, the, the quarterback that's starting for the Jets this uh, yeah. tonight, last week he came on the scene. He won them a game. But he only had like one pass that was more than 15 yards in the air. So they did a lot more of like, you know, crossing routes, dump offs, you know, stuff like that. So I think Michael Carter benefits greatly from that. I think Michael Carter had something like 96 receiving yards last game. So I, I really think that Mike or Michael Carter, he's really starting to come into form as a, you know, professional running back. He's on a team that's going to be doing dump offs and handoffs because they have a, no-name quarterback, right? They don't have Zach Wilson trying to force it into things. They're trying to play smart football. And I think with this Colts defense, too, they're going to have to do that a lot. So I, I almost think Michael Carter's a for sure insert into the lineup. And I am i don't know what kind of value we would be getting on that, but I would assume he's going to be in there.
1: Why isn't uh, my heartbreak Flacco starting this uh, game?
0: Oh, uh, I know. I know. I wish Flacco <laughs> was in there. Um, but I... and maybe you know magic mike doesn't quite do it for him and maybe you know after halftime they come out with footsteps flacco the elite quarterback that's just going to carve up this Colts defense yep. now that would be a wild insert into the lineup is if you put flacco in your in your daily fantasy lineup and he just ends up going off
1: you're like the white knights going down within the first 5 minutes and they're going to throw in flacco you're
0: you're, you're thinking DeForest Buckner is going to come in, break Magic Mike's leg, and we're going to have to <laughs> go Flacco. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, so are you are you planning on having either quarterback in your lineup?
1: Well, I'll see how much there's left. There is left over. Yeah. So far, I am definitely going with both running backs. with Taylor as the MVP, so we're looking at uh, twenty nine thousand of the salary so far. Sixteen for Taylor, thirteen for Carter.
0: Wow, those are those are up there.
1: Yeah.
0: Those might be the highest, like most expensive running backs we've seen in a while.
1: Yeah. We have let's see, thirty one thirty-one grand left.
0: For three players?
1: Yeah. That's not terrible. You go with you go with a receiver like Pittman.
0: So here's 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 my thought on that. Michael Pittman, he's he's the clear number one for the Colts. He will get the targets. He will get the receptions, but I'm 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 concerned that too many people are on him. You know, he's he's no longer kind of the secret. You know, I almost look at possibly going with like a if you're going for a Colts wide receiver, I I would look at uh, someone like Zach Pascal. Pascal's not gonna get the deep ball, but he he's he's good for three to five receptions. And I think he might be a good, re- I think he's a red zone target. I, I really do. Uh, Pittman's kind of that more explosive player that'll get you the longer plays, the, the boom or bust kind of plays. But I think Pascal's kind of your middle of the road, could get a couple touchdowns, you know, if if they're really covering Pittman and double teaming Pittman. I, I think Pascal's mm-hmm. kind of the underlooked option in this lineup.
1: Okay. What about receivers for the Jets? Would you look at any of them? Yes, Crowder maybe or Mims.
0: Crowder was the one that I had in my mind. So Corey Davis is out tonight. He was out last game as well. With Crowder being out last game, not Crowder, with Davis being out last game, Crowder led the Jets in targets. So Mike White, he trusts Crowder. Crowder had like nine targets or something crazy last game, and I bet you you mm-hmm. can get Crowder for pretty good value tonight.
1: He's at eleven grand.
0: Oh, dear God. Man. Woof. They, uh, they, maybe they've adjusted those, uh, those cost points, those values. They know, they know what people are looking at. Yeah. What's, uh, what's our baby Mo Cox at? What's Mo Cox looking at?
1: Ooh. He's at 7,500.
0: So here's, and I, I heard this as well, and this is kind of where I'm, my mind is on this. We're going to think about that. Mo Alley Cox, he's been killing it all season. Last week, he let a lot of people down. A lot of people were high on Mo Cox last week. He kind of had a subpar game for his standards. And in overtime, when Wentz threw that terrible interception to basically lose us the game, it not the one at the end of the game where he threw a pick six, but the one in overtime when we had the ball and we were trying to drive to get the game-winning field goal, Mo Alley-Cox was livid. Like, you could tell he was just pissed off he was in a bad mood. I think it's because he had a subpar game against a rival team. I think he may have even been mad at Carson for the, making a stupid throw when Jonathan Taylor was wide open. I think this could be a game where Mo Alley goes off. I really do.
1: Okay, so then would you save the money uh, and go for him over someone like Crowder?
0: I, I would tend to say yes.
1: Crowder's at eleven grand.
0: Right, and if you go with like a Mo Alley Cox, you're saving three or four grand, and that could even open the option for you to go with a Carl Wentz or a Magic Mike.
1: Okay, then would you would you possibly take both?
0: Both Crowder or you go with and Pascal's? Cox.
1: Yeah, Pascal's at eight grand.
0: Hmm. Could you go all three? Could you go Pascal, Cox, and Crowder? Mm-hmm.
1: I mean that's the rest of our lineup with two running backs. You're not gonna have any of your quarterbacks that you wanted.
0: I know it, but uh maybe you know, maybe this is a situation where Magic Mike struggles against this Colts defense. Carson doesn't have to really throw the ball all that much. It maybe when he gets down to the red zone. Um I'm to be I'm, honest,
1: I was thinking about not going with a quarterback.
0: Yeah. And and honestly, my two quarterback strategy hasn't paid off of late. I don't think I've won, like made money in one of these contests in like five straight. So I'm, yeah. I'm everything's off the wall for me now. Like there's, there's no formula. Nothing is working. I'm okay with uh, doing that.
1: Okay, hey, so we're looking at Taylor, Mo alley Cox, Prouder, Carter, and <laughs> Pascal, with forty five hundred left over. You wouldn't trade any of them Oof. for anyone.
0: That is a lot of money left over.
1: you sure you wouldn't trade one for, uh... Wentz? Pittman. Oh, Pittman. No, I was okay. gonna say Pittman.
0: If, if I had to trade one for Pittman, I would mm-hmm. think I would do, uh... Pascal for Pittman, I would think.
1: Even though you had that rant that you would take Pascal over Pittman? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I, I... It, it's Are you toss-up. mostly just
1: looking for value or saving value?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was worried that Pittman wasn't going to be able to be to be brought in there. But if we're not taking a quarterback and we can get Pittman, I mean it's hard to go against um, the arguably the number one receiver, the starting running backs for both teams, and then uh, you know, Mo Alley, who I think is gonna have himself a game.
1: So we're a grand off from no, getting Pittman. Oh
0: man. Okay, okay. So then I mean, we can't. I was rid- gonna say
1: you could drop Crowder and keep Pascal and get Pittman, but I don't know that you want to drop Crowder. He's gonna be the number one receiver easily.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and I could see a situation where if the Jets get down early, you know, the Colts Colts were up early, fourteen to zero on the on the Titans. If the Colts get up early, you know, and they have to start slinging the rock around, you know, you would think Crowder would be the one to kind of benefit.
1: So your your options are. You take Mo Alley Cox and Pascal, or do you take Pittman and Mims for the I, Jets?
0: I, I think you take Mo Alley Cox and Pascal. I, I really do.
1: I just don't know that you could trade one and still get great value elsewhere.
0: Right, right.
1: Pittman's the next receiver that you would go after if you wanted to gain some ground.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Okay. All right. Forty five hundred left over, you're okay with leaving that on the table.
0: I'm okay. Hey. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I think I think they kind of trick you into thinking you have to spend all that money.
1: Yeah. I get that.
0: Like, especially as us being like accountants were like, But you have forty five hundred dollars just sitting right there. Like why aren't you spending the money they give you? Because Exactly.
1: They're not gonna give you as much next year on the budget if you don't use it all now.
0: Oh, an accounting joke. You gotta love it. <laughs> so there you go. We got our we got our daily fantasy lineup.
1: Alright, so just to recap, we got Taylor MVP, we have Carter, we have Mo Alley Cox, we have Crowder, and we have Pascal.
0: I'm trying to And forty five hundred
1: dollars left over. Don't forget that.
0: Yes. Do not forget that, please. That is the important thing. I'm trying to go and enter this real quick. Okay. You know, it's good 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 podcasting. It's great. Yeah, gets people going. Why doesn't Michael Carter have a picture in this thing?
1: I have no idea. I was wondering that (laughs) as well.
0: As long as we're all on the same page. Blacko is listed as $10,000, Connor. They might think he's... uh... No. (laughs) Maybe he's got something going.
1: And he has a... What is it? The Broncos uniform? Uh... I think he has a Broncos uniform on in that picture. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah. No updates at all. <laughs> None.
0: Zero. Yeah. Okay. Now, we have an announcement to make. It has been brought to our attention, and Connor said this originally, but I'm terrible at listening, so uh, get get that out of the way now. But uh, the Best Bets competition has become... Not best bets material. It has become a competition to see who's going to buy someone dinner, essentially. So we're doing crazy parlays. We're doing high odds picks. And so, shout out to Tyler because he coined this phrase. We are now calling it the dumbest dummy competition. And the dumbest dummy has to buy the winner the the dinner, essentially. So, same kind of format. We're just changing changing the... Uh, title of it here and then we will still have best bets for you and we're going to collaborate and work together on these best bets and try to do you know build some bankrolls for some people on those best bets
1: we're going to have actual best bets for you
0: yes no, yeah, we're getting them and generally speaking those best bets will come in ranging from like plus 150 to minus 150 so you know bets we feel really comfortable in They're, you're getting decent value on it still but uh, they will be single bats, there won't be parlays, there won't be anything crazy in there. So, just a heads up on that. So, to recap the Dumbest Dummy competition, um, I went over 3 on, on Monday. I basically am starting off November the same way I left October, and that's just being ice cold. Um, Connor, how did you do on Monday?
1: I went 1-3, and so I'm down almost two full units. Because the one that I hit was at plus 108. So I covered one of my losses, plus .08.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then Diz isn't here, but he sent over his stuff to me, and I believe he is like positive .4 units. So Diz is in the lead for now. But uh, as we know, it's a long month. (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to put it lightly, it is a long month.
1: Oh, should we uh, state the follow-up that uh, you did win the last best bets? It was still undecided. We need to point it out for those who didn't know. My parlay that was hanging in the balance for the win ended up with second place. I'm fine with that as long as I'm not buying dinner. As so as I tried to go dinner. for it all. Yeah, yeah,
0: but hey. Another win for me here, but again, I don't know that I hit a bet in the last, like, two weeks of that competition. That just shows you kind of that crazy parlay that I hit that just took me to to stardom. uh, So let's get into our dumbest dummy competition bets for tonight. I have two. The first one is a boost actually on FanDuel. It is Michael Carter and Jonathan Taylor each to score one touchdown. Now, I think plus 400 for that is Tr- tremendous value. I mean, we talked about it, Well, we basically have, you know, both of them in our daily fantasy lineups because we think they're going to go off tonight. Um, so yeah, I, I really like that. And then um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and then my other one. Now this, this one's my off-the-wall one that I'm really just kind of going crazy with. I, I have the Colts defense slash special teams to score a touchdown tonight at any point in the game at plus 330. I know the past couple times the Colts have played, they've you know, forced turnovers and they've gotten really really close to returning them for touchdowns. I I think at some point these are they're going to do it and I think tonight's the night where they pull it off. So those are my bets for the competition. Connor, do you want to go ahead and tell us your bets for the competition?
1: Yes, I have three. One is a boost I feel really good about one side of it and 50-50 about the other. So I'm going with the boosts, Penguins and Golden Knights to win. Goldens play the Flyers. They're favored. I honestly think it's a coin toss. Penguins either show up or they don't. It's going to all depend on the Penguins. How they play tonight. Uh, Flyers are still really aggressive, although they lose to teams that they shouldn't lose to. Kind of odd going to be an odd game overall. Uh, next one, I've got uh, Sabres over the Kraken. So Sabres are underdogs, if you believe that.
0: Is it at Seattle?
1: It is at Seattle.
0: I bet that plays a factor into it. But, yeah. but it's
1: plus 158.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. I'm going to take the Sabres. If the Kraken win, I'm happy. If the Sabres win, I get money. There you go. I'll take the plus odds. The last one is a. Uh, this game was also a coin flip, and I took the one that had the uh, plus odds. So I went with Lightning over the Maple Leaves. Who even knows who's gonna win this game? But I'll take the plus odds, and this could give me the edge against you guys as well if I keep taking these plus odds. I'll take a coin flip any day on a lot of these.
0: Yeah, absolutely, makes sense.
1: Do we want to read off uh, dizzes? Yes, I can do. That. I have them up.
0: OK, perfect.
1: If you want to read off his same game parlay? I can read the other two. So his. Uh, he took a two leg parlay, Panthers and Golden Knights to both win. He got that at plus 209. And he's also taking a football bet tonight. He's taking the over 45 and a half. versus Jets at minus 105. And then he also has your same game parlay. Go ahead.
0: Yep, so the same game parlay for tonight, he's got it at plus 418 odds. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, anytime touchdown scorer. So, again, we're already halfway to that boost and that basically at the same, same odds if that hits. Uh, Colts, minus 5.5 alternate spread. Uh, Michael Pittman, 70-plus receiving yards. And then Carson Wentz, 225-plus passing yards. So he's got to add a 418. And if you're like Connor and you're like, that sounds like Pat McAfee's boost. That's because it basically is – the only difference is Pat McAfee took Jonathan Taylor to score two-plus touchdowns tonight. So it, depending on what you're feeling, you can get you know a little more juice if you go two-plus touchdowns. But, um, yeah, that's – so there's that. And then um, – let's see. So I really only have uh, – well, do – I guess. Do we have any best bets for tonight, Connor? what What's feeling? What's feeling best bet worthy for tonight?
1: Uh, I really like the Flames over the Stars. Calgary Flames. They've been unstoppable. They're minus one forty six. It's not a terrific value, but I think you can pretty much cash that one.
0: Well, and I like the fact that the Flames are at home, and I. That the stars have been kind of faltering. The stars started out really, really hot, and they've been kind of you know off their game a little bit. So I I feel good about that as well. I, let's go. Uh, the
1: the best... last game that the Flames had uh, was at home, and they just came off a bad loss. So I think they're going to come back and pull it off as well.
0: I love it. Absolutely love it.
1: Cool. Yeah, what you got? Uh.
0: I really wanted to, uh, I mean, do we just go with the one? I mean, nothing really,
1: nothing in basketball, no money lines. No, let's see. Not even the thunder plus 10 and a half. mm,
0: You you know, I want to, you know, I want to so (laughs) bad. But then again, it's also the Russell Westbrook revenge game.
1: And you pointed out before, they might do better without LeBron James.
0: Let me let me Blake. Let me check the uh, starting lineups real quick. Yeah, well, you're right cuz you know, with LeBron's not on the floor, then you're you're more free, you have more more options, right?
1: Yeah. You have to try anything you can to win that game. You can't just yeah. rely on LeBron.
0: Um, Let's see. Wait. Sorry. I'm all over the place. So yeah, LeBron's out. Um, There's a couple NBA games that I have my eyes on. I think i'm I think I'm gonna take both of them if you agree with them. so we are we are gonna go thunder plus the ten and a half, okay? okay, we're gonna go ahead and lock that one in now this other one, and this one again goes out to my guy Tyler, and we've talked about this before, but uh the Miami heat at minus six over the Celtics, the Celtics have been absolutely horrendous this year, and it's at Miami. And Miami has basically their entire squad. Miami's came out on fire. The Celtics have come out ice cold. I I like the the heat in that matchup quite a bit.
1: So you're taking the money line?
0: No, no. no the heat I'm taking minus six, which I think it just jumped to minus six and a half.
1: Right, I'll listen I'll list it minus six and a half.
0: Yeah. And that's minus one ten for both of those uh, NBA bets. Okay. So there we go. We got you your best bets right there. Three of them. Three of them. All right. Now it is time. I have a Hail Mary same game parlay of the day for the people. All right. Again, it's called a Hail Mary for a reason. We're getting $10 on FanDuel. I had it risk-free to win $529.89. Okay. Michael Pittman anytime touchdown. Also, you'll notice that with I said you know be careful with Pittman. That's because a lot of people are on Pittman tonight, including myself. So I'm kind of giving myself a little bit of a hedge there. But uh, Ty Johnson over 13 and a half rushing yards. Ty Johnson is the Jets' backup running back. But 13 and a half is not a lot, and he I think I heard he gets he sees like 30 percent of the snaps during a, any given game um so i i hope he can you know he might be able to get that in one single run so but we'll see i mean who knows um i got Pittman over 68 and a half receiving yards uh Diz and pat McAfee took him at plus 70 so i'm getting a few extra yards there uh jonathan taylor anytime touchdown of course michael carter anytime touchdown and then finally uh jameson crowder over 56 and a half receiving yards
1: like that Crowder edition on there.
0: Yeah, I think I think there's there's good value in that in that pick. That little last tidbit.
1: Yeah, my same game is not even close to that great of value. I wanted to play it a little, little cooler.
0: Yeah, no, I I understand that, and you know, it's not many people are kind of like as crazy as I am. So uh, whether that be a good thing or a bad thing, it is what it is. So Connor, I have something that I want to talk about, but uh do you have anything you want to get off your chest before we get into my crap? I want to
1: hear what you want to talk about before I have anything to say. What would you like to talk about?
0: Okay, okay. It's sports? I, yeah, yes, it's it's sports related. Yes. And okay. it, this is I talked to you a little bit about the, about this at some point over this week or whatever. But the the Henry Ruggs situation. T, T's and P's out to the victim's family. Everyone involved in that whole thing was very scary. I believe they said that he was twice over the legal driving limit, like over the legal limit, and his car was going like 150 miles per hour when he crashed into the person that ended up killing that lady. And... So he's obviously going to jail. I don't know for how long or if it's even been decided yet. He got a DUI, but that that's that's the exact reason why we have to stop treating things like like nothing bad happens or nothing happens even if it's like not even to the fraction of what this is like the the DUI a DUI is a DUI, right? You you're driving under the influence of alcohol or something. And even if it's between a felony or a misdemeanor, I don't know all the legal terminology or anything, but the fact of the matter is this is life or death. And a coach of a elite program, you know, he has a misdemeanor DUI because he's over the legal limit, but uh, we're just going to give him a slap on the wrist. Well, what if he had crashed into someone and killed him? You know, the, these things are completely preventable. You know, don't drink or drive. You have Uber, you have all this other crap, but the fact that some of these people who get any kind of DUI and still have a job, when people's lives are literally at stake, people are losing their lives to people that are drunk driving, and yet people are just getting slaps on the wrist or you know community service or whatever is absolutely ridiculous. There should be a zero tolerance policy on it and T's and P's out to that uh, victim's family. So it's all I got I, I I had to I had to talk about it I had to bring it up Henry Ruggs will probably never play in the NFL again and he doesn't deserve to
1: yeah I think it's safe to say he's probably done yeah
0: yeah uh, it, it's it's despicable and you know i I even think I saw like he lost you know a good friend to a drunk driver at some point in his life and then he he turns around and does this you know it it's stupidity, it's preventable, but uh, it sh- it should be zero tolerance. That's it. I'm, no. I'm, I'm done. That's it. I, That's I, it. I, I, had to, I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up.
1: All right. Uh, I ended on a lighter note. I wanted to bring up news from the hockey realm. It's not breaking news. Okay. But we All didn't right. talk about it today. I'm sure a lot of people know about it. The Golden Knights are making a comeback.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you can call it a comeback because they were, I mean, they were in the Stanley Cup last season, literally.
1: Uh, I I call it a comeback because the beginning of the season has been. Far, far
0: from what they would have imagined. Yeah.
1: You lose the teams. You shouldn't. You beat teams. You shouldn't. Yep. Yep. I don't know. No one, no one knew who they were, but they're coming back. You know, who else is coming back? You know, And he made it known himself any guesses patrick kane the man ah yes the man is back uh was a blackhawks fan before the kraken (laughs) my heart
0: (laughs) they were your first love connor
1: patrick kane will most likely always be my favorite player in hockey always loved watching him great he's very dynamic Just had a hat trick the other night. He wanted to show you guys he was back. Right? So hats off to Patrick Kane and welcome back to the NHL.
0: I love it. Absolutely love it. You know, I I think it's safe to say that the Blackhawks' only chance of winning games is if Patrick Kane just goes off.
1: Yes. I'm trying to
0: look because they played last night. Patrick Kane did have a goal and an assist last night. So again, literally, I mean... They they barely lost to a 9 and 0 Carolina Hurricanes team mm-hmm. because Patrick Kane put the team on his back.
1: I wonder if that was an injury his back hurting.
0: Yeah, yeah, from carrying the team too much. I the Kraken need to make a move and go get this guy before he goes somewhere else.
1: Oh man, that oh, would You would, would take get my life.
0: You would get his jersey instantly. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I'd be
1: first in line to get that jersey.
0: One hundred percent. One
1: hundred percent. Make that phone call tonight. Be sure to make <laughs> that. We, no way they would ever trade him just because of the last two games. But I would love that. that would, and that for people cool. that take it too literal about the back issues, no, he, he was under COVID protocol. For <laughs> those who didn't know?
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Just like
1: Aaron Rodgers coming up.
0: Yeah, man. We can talk
1: about that tomorrow when we're making football picks because that devastates my picks.
0: It's wild is is what it is. That is wild. But we will give you a little bit of a tease. We will talk about that tomorrow. Thank you all for listening, watching, whatever you're doing. Feel free to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, you can watch us live on Twitter for now but we will be going to solely just to YouTube. You can get us, you can find that by either looking on our Twitter bio or going to YouTube, type in the search sports betting by dummies, filter by channel, and we will be the first option up there. We're trying to get to 100 subscribers so we can get you guys a custom URL. Um, But yeah, hopefully tonight's better betting for us. We've kind of hit a bit of a cold streak. So hopefully tonight is profitable for everyone and we will see you all tomorrow
1: for football Friday.